0: Oh,
1: indeed there are more questions than answers like if laziness was an olympic sport would competitors want to come forth so they didn't need to walk up to the podium hi america (laughs) hello
2: world i don't get it
1: no one from the midwest competes in the olympics because lawn mowing isn't a sport my (laughs) name is adrian lee and i am your host welcome to the show more questions than answers the only paranormal quiz show Each week, we press our ear against the bedroom wall, whatever my mother listened to before she goes to bed. Picks and pulls on our unconscious mind, and that's the tune. That she is snoring. Let's have a listen. (coughs) Hey, Jude. (coughs) That was my friend saying he was going to his nan's house, but he's got a stutter. So, snuggle under your covers, turn out your lights, and hold on tight. The rules are very simple. Points will be awarded randomly for being interesting or for making me laugh or shiver in horror. Extra points will be available for shock and all value. To help me control my rowdy panel of recidivists and reprobates, I will employ what I have called the inappropriate bell. An example of this would be... The panel have no idea what's coming. I have no idea what stories they have for tonight's show. So let me introduce my guests. Firstly, the mysterious and adolescent Heather Morris. She's been a paranormal investigator for many years, with her own team called Hellhound Investigations, and does all of her best work in the shadows. She is now one of the leading audio and DVP experts with the International Paranormal Society, and brings her knowledge and research skills to tonight's show. She is also our producer and sound engineer. Heather bought a higher-definition TV this week because she felt the lack of resolution was affecting her ability to solve cases on CSI. Welcome to the show, Miss Morris.
2: Have you been watching me watch CSI?
1: Yes, I'm spying on you watching CSI. (gasps) Grainy zoom lens photographs... Bits of your hair. I've got a life-size bust of your head in my garage made <laughs> from bust your of
2: my bust. used chewing gum.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Trust me, ladies and gentlemen, that's a lot of used chewing gum. Hubba, Bubba,
0: Bubba. Mm. Wow, what amazing <laughs> bubbles.
1: I also wish to introduce
0: the and Crazy.
1: Michelle Corrie. She was born and raised in Moira, Minnesota and has a keen and avid interest in all things paranormal. Michelle started a campaign this week for all pornographic clips to start with five seconds of music to remind her the volume is turned up.
2: <laughs> what? Welcome what to the show, is? Michelle. That's disgusting. Mm. Thank you.
1: What did your boss say? Mm. <laughs> wow. That's, that was exactly it. Yeah. Mm. They're mad. They're bad. And they're paranormal. That's this disgusting. is season three, episode 33 we're all the threes we're half of the number of the beast as always we start each and every show of a round that we call general lack of knowledge accompanied by the gong of 70s mustache wearing infinite knowledge let me ring the gong it's the cheesy funk music of statistics and the hang on that looks like my mother fascinating facts stand back ladies oh. always very very impressive on this very day, we mourn the passing of legendary trumpet player Miles Davis, who died on this day in 1991, aged 65, of pneumonia. So, for the first time in the history of MQ, TA Radio, I cannot believe that bizarre, strange and fascinating facts about Miles Davis. Points to be one. What did Miles Davis never do before a performance? And there's three separate things. So eat. I'm giving you a choice. Three things he never did eat before a performance. Miss Morris, you are going with eat. He never ate before a performance. Yep. Any particular food group? Cheetos? Chewing gum? What is he not eating?
2: Mm, he either eats or doesn't drink anything fizzy.
1: Nothing fizzy. I try not to drink anything No beans. Fizzy
2: doesn't want to burp.
1: Before the show.
2: Anything that makes him burp.
1: Nothing burpee.
2: No burpee. No cucumbers. Broccoli. Peppers. Yeah.
1: Okay. He's not eating any of those food groups.
2: Hope that's one of the three. He well, didn't speak to Well, we shall find anyone. out very shortly. <laughs> Michelle,
1: you're saying that before he performed, he never spoke to anybody. He sat in his dressing room like a boxer with a turl over his head. Very zen. Meditating. Yes. The notes of his trumpet. Didn't want to speak to anyone. We have our resident Psychic, I was going to say.
0: No. There's a fine <laughs> no, line, <you>. isn't there? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Chad couldn't be more psychic. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Tell me something no one else knows, Chad. You're using your psychic skills. That Miles Davis never sat on a cactus before
0: a performance.
1: I can safely say, well, I don't have anything to back that up. But apparently Miles Davis, we are led to believe, according to the great Fakir, that is Chad, <laughs> Chad <Chattanooga. laughs> Yeah. He never sat on a cactus. What if he had cactus underwear on? How would that be? Ooh. Didn't happen. What do you think he never did, Chad? Our resident psychologist was why I was trying to get out, but there's many a slip twixt life. Betwixt... between life
2: and limb. Yeah, life and limb.
1: <laughs> Betwixt, Any good
2: ignores
0: that. <laughs> yeah. Anyone
1: <laughs> who's worth their salt. Chad, what do you think Miles Davis never did before a performance? Never eat glass. <gasps> Wow, there's many things that he couldn't do. And I've had two of them. He's got two of them. Chad is right. He never sat on a cactus or ate grass. This is true. Glass. Glass. And grass. It's your accent. You know, you've all got accents. Do you know these things? (laughs) Yeah, well. I'm going to give Miss Morris a few points, actually. He declined food, and I shall give Miss Morris two wonderful broccoli and potatoes. Yes. He also declined sex. No sex before blowing the old trumpet.
2: Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see our win points. He declined mm-hmm. food and
1: sex. We can't go back to that restaurant.
2: No, I'm popping collars.
1: He also <sighs> refused to shake hands with anyone. He did not want the oil from other people's hands, messing up how his hands and fingers felt. But mm. apparently we're back to boxing because Joe Louis and Sugar Ray Robinson did the very same thing. They didn't eat, they didn't have sex, and they didn't wish to shake any body's hands before a performance hmm. yeah i'm sure there's many parallels between playing the trumpet i do that before the show and boxing chad's looking like he wants yeah. some points how,
2: yeah how did i not get points out i'll of give that? you some
1: points Wait. Chad. Oh i'm feeling God very God don't
2: i get points for not doing that before the show
1: you got some points well you <laughs> haven't had sex and you've not eaten anything tonight that's
2: right have you shaken anyone's
1: hand <laughs> nope <laughs> okay we all look just like miles davis then aren't you play mm. us a tune my neighbours listen to great music, whether they like it or not. Said every trumpet player, ever.
0: <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs>
1: what did Miles Davis do with his shoes before every performance? He's quite the guy, isn't he, for having rituals. He buffed them. You're saying that he gave his shoes a good, good shining. hard buffing mm, yeah. before every performance. You're not having sex. <gasps> But you're buffing your shoes. (laughs) Real fast. I'm glad you're miming the action of buffing the shoes (laughs) for all of our listeners. Mime works very well on the radio, do you not think? Mm, Mm. Yes. Michelle, what did Miles Davis do to his shoes before every performance?
3: He put anti-skid.
1: You're just making stuff up. Anti-skin. Is that what you've got in your underwear? On his tread. He's doing something with the tread of his shoe to make them less slippery. Yes. All that dancing around with the trumpet. You could be over. You could be swallowing it. Yeah. Not good times for anybody. Chad, using your psychic skills, what did Miles (laughs) Davis do with his shoes before every performance? He He tied them. He took (gasps) them off. He took them off. Miss Morris has jumped in at the very last minute and snatched two flat-footed raised arch points. He tied his shoelaces as tight as he possibly could. And he also wore shoes (laughs) that were a size too small. Again, this is a boxing thing. You tie your boots and your shoes as tight as they will go. But he did wear shoes too small for him as well. I love this game. I bought shoes from a drug dealer. I don't know what he laced them with, but I've been tripping all day.
0: Oh. Oh. Oh.
1: I love this show. Oh. I love this show. On this day in the year 1066, Britain was invaded by the French Norman King William the First, William the Conqueror. Providing in one single day at the Battle of Hastings why I have a percentage of French ancestry in my DNA, much to everyone's amusement. So. What exactly did he do at that battle? What happened? No, like why did he? Why did he uh, make all those kids at one battle?
3: Kids,
2: huh?
0: what kids?
1: How Pesky did you kids.
3: How did you get all of this? Uh,
1: the French, DNA the French side, your your line. The French invaded from a Britain. The I'm French aware. invaded, and then they overtook Britain. And so I'm guessing that they're having shenanigans with the local population. Lots at that of shenanigans. Mm-hmm. Yes. Infiltrating, diluting the British bloodline. Yes, let's have a really good infiltration. I'll buy you a drink and we'll go out for dinner, Dairy Queen.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Wow, isn't that what you do after the battle?
1: I'm sure. Well, the Normans did many terrible, terrible things, and they're Uh, not very welcome in the north. mm -mm. But this is true. I want to see another result. This is where we are.
2: Okay, Hmm. but this was
1: two. This was the last time, the last time Britain was ever invaded. The French had a nibble a bit of napoleon there tried a couple of times the spanish sent an armada they had a bit of a nipple the germans had a go a couple of times but we're a little island we're surrounded by water it saved us many times but the last time we was invaded was in 1066 before that point of course the romans the saxons and the vikings all succeeded but 1066 was the last time that we were Invaded. In fact, I have a story to tell. I ran a metaphysical Ooh. store in Salk Centre. A gentleman came into the store once, wearing flash orange in camo, completely out of place in a metaphysical store, said to me very randomly when he discovered that I was English, do you know America will never, ever be invaded? And I said, wow. And I thought, let's take the bait. Why will America never be invaded? He said, because everyone's got a gun. And yeah. anyone who invades us knows... That we all have guns. And I said, we don't have guns in Britain and we've not been invaded since 1066. And he said, well, you've got nothing worth having.
0: Oh.
1: 100% true. I told him we had some of the best cakes and shortbreads anywhere in the world. So, for the first time <gasps> in the history of MQTA <laughs> radio, I cannot believe that strange, bizarre and fascinating facts about the Battle of Hastings. Mm. It's on the south coast, as you'd expect the French to land. Yeah quite close to Brighton if you know Brighton halfway through the battle between the French Normans and the Saxons what remarkable thing happened and this lasted from dusk sorry dawn all the way through to dusk it was a one-day battle we lost the Saxons lost the French Normans came through pillaged occupied the country in fact the queen has a direct ancestry all the way through to William First, William the Conqueror. What did they do halfway through the battle? Lunch. That was remarkable. You say they all stopped for lunch.
2: Yes, because tea time.
1: Yes, it's very important that the yep, English stop for a cup of tea. I know it. And a biscuit. What do you think happened halfway through that battle that was quite remarkable, Michelle?
3: They, well.
1: <laughs> here we go. <laughs> You're drawing on everything, all your powers of observation yes. here, aren't you? You didn't get a chance to cheat and look at my well, notes. They...
3: They laid down their arms because it was a national holiday.
1: Yes, a commemoration, a national (laughs) holiday. Yeah. Chad, what do you think happened in the middle of that battle that was remarkable? Oh, major weather event. Um, Comet. It was a comet going over. Miss Morris is 100% correct. Again, she's now up to a rather remarkable bow and arrow, slingshot, two-handed broadsword in a field. Six, they all stopped for lunch. They stopped for a lunch break, both Thank sides. Thank you. This is true. The English had tea and scones, as we've already discussed. The French ate some sort of mollusk or invertebrate, I'm led to believe. Mm. Are
2: you not surprised?
1: I'm rem- I'm I'm almost gobsmacked. I'm lost for words.
2: Flabbergasted, you My gas Go- yeah. has
1: been flabbered. This is 100% true. Has anyone had snails around this table? Yes. No. Yeah. Well, I love them. You like snails. You just like boogers. garlic and butter, don't you? Yeah. You've heard yeah. snails, Chad? Yeah. What did you think?
0: Uh, they're slimy. Yeah. No.
1: You've not had snails before? Oh, worries. God, no. It's like a bogey with a crash helmet, isn't it? I
3: don't no, want No, they're good.
0: Oh, God.
1: I just imagined you're in a restaurant. You've got a plate full of snails. You say to the waiter, can I have some salt for my dinner? You pour some salt on it, and then you hear... Uh,
0: yeah.
1: And your dinner disappears, and you've got shells rolling around. <laughs> waiter, I need a glass of water to rehydrate <laughs> my dinner.
0: Gross. It
1: can mm. happen. Mm-mm. Miss Morris gets the points. How Please. much of the English population is believed by genealogists to descend from William the Conqueror? And remember, we started this round of questions with that very, very factual piece of information about my 35. ancestry. You think 35% of all Britons are direct? directly related Uh, derelicts you've met my family have you (laughs) what a christmas that
0: was
1: (laughs) what are you saying cory what are we gonna go with what percentage of closest one will win is directly related in their ancestry to william the conqueror
3: 45
1: you're gonna go 45 chad what are you thinking oh i'm going lower um say 15 you're gonna go 15. I'm going to give the points to Chad and Miss Morris spread evenly because it was 25% oh, of all Brits.
2: Hold on. How's your maths again?
1: Because he said 15 and he was 10 out, and you said 35 and you're 10 out. Oh, How's okay. your maths again? It does make sense. It does make sense. Yeah. Does make sense. <laughs> I understand that you're imperial. I've been cheated
2: so many. Times and we're metric. <laughs>
1: There's nothing I can say to that. You're 100% <laughs> right. <laughs> it is, of course, believed King Harold received a fatal arrow to the eye. I spy with my little eye, something beginning with A. <gasps> Put that bow and arrow down, you'll have someone's <laughs> eye out. In a strange quirk of fate, and we do love a good fact on MQTA, mm-hmm. Paul Hastings Allen, the composer, also died on this day in 1952, age 68. What are the chances of that happening? It's an outrage, I tell you. Mm -hmm. There we are. Today, in 1968, the Beatles' Hey Jude single went to number one in the charts and stayed there for nine weeks. Wow. Wow. This was the Beatles' longest-running single, so for the first time in the history of MQTA radio. I cannot believe that bizarre, strange, and fascinating facts about Hey Jude. You heard it here first. This was the Beatles' longest-running single. I want to know how long it lasts in minutes and seconds. Nearest one will win. How long is Hey Jude, Miss Morris?
2: 210.
1: You're going 2 minutes, 10 seconds. That's very short, even for a 45L single there. You're going to stick with that, are you? Yep. Two minutes and 10 seconds for Hey Jude. Yep. Wow.
3: 330.
1: You're going to go 3... 30. Having told you this was the longest running single in the history of Beatles tunes, you would think you'd commit to a little bit more.
3: Oh, I thought you meant on the charts.
1: It was on the charts. It was number one.
3: For, for nine, nine weeks. For nine weeks.
1: It wasn't on the charts for two minutes and ten seconds, was it?
3: Two ten. I misunderstood. I misunderstood.
1: Well, you need to pay more attention, I'm afraid. This is why you flunked
3: school. Yeah, true. <laughs> oh, you're funny. I know, right?
1: Good times. Chad, what are you going to go with? I'll take debate. I'll go four minutes. Four minutes. All of you are a long way out. I will give Chad some na 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 numbers for that. <laughs> and uh, he's now up to six. It was a remarkable seven minutes and 11 seconds long. It That's was the longest long. single. I'm going to throw some more points at the wall, see who picks them up. Remember the chorus, na, 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 Yeah. Hey, Jude. How many times is that repeated? Closest one wins. What?
2: The, just the na yes, or the, the chorus? The <laughs> chorus.
1: The na, 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 na. Hey, is Jude. Does that each count one? Is the chorus. That's one. That's oh. a set of bars. That's 16 bars or eight bars, something like that. 16, I suspect.
2: 28 times.
1: You're saying... That's a lot of times for your two minutes and ten seconds, isn't it? (laughs) Yeah. You're saying all the song was twenty-eight times they go na 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 na.
2: You're talking about the Beatles and all I hear is blah blah blah. So yeah.
1: Jude. Twenty-eight times.
3: (laughs) Blah 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 (laughs) blah 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 blah.
0: blah, blah.
1: (laughs) Why am I
0: here?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Michelle. Your choice is to go higher or lower than 28. What are you going to go with? What number are you going to give me?
3: 79. You're
1: going to go. They sang na-na-na. Na-na-na-na. <laughs> nah, nah. Hey, Jude. 79 times. Yep. Sweet. Chad, help me out. There's a quiz show dying to get out. Oh, let's go 25. You're going to go 25. Chad is on
2: fire. <gasps>
1: I shall give him How two How many times points. was it? points? It is 19. No, 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 no. 19. 19.
2: Oh, for crying.
1: They sing that 19. Times in an interview with GQ magazine last week, Paul McCartney actually came out and said that he had a bit of a mutual kind of practice of onanism oh. with John Lennon in the same room, and lots of other men all decided oh, yeah. to uh, practice the physical arts on their own all together in the same room, which was a remarkable revelation, I believe. <laughs> Come together right now <laughs> over me. <laughs>
3: Remember kids
1: Real music doesn't go out of style After three months Uh, Do you like the Beatles what are we going with here Do you like the Beatles Morris Not really You don't like the Beatles
2: Not huge What's Just like the Stones they can go too.
1: Really so you've taken the two biggest band of the 60s And trashed them so I'm guessing you're a fan Of the Animals and the Kinks then Sure Okay Michelle do you like the Beatles They wrote the best song ever which was? Michelle. Michelle. <laughs> my bell. These are words that go together well. Yep. Chattanooga, what's your favorite Beatles song? Oh, While My Guitar Gently Weeps. That's a nice one. I do like George Harrison's stuff. Something in the Way.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Often said that late at night. <laughs> oh, my. What was Something. the other one he did? Oh, Here Comes the Sun. Do-do-do-do. Mm-hmm. It's okay. I do like the Beatles. My favorite album, Help. Help. Chicken to ride yesterday.
2: A chicken to ride.
3: Pepper.
1: There we go. Eleanor Rigby was a good one. I like Blackbird as well. Oh, I love Blackbird. You don't like any Beatles songs, Miss Morris?
3: Not huge fan. Wow,
1: that was then, but this is now. We enter our favourite part of the show. (gasps) It's the mailbag. We love the mailbag. We love reading out your comments, your letters of support. If you go to our Facebook wall, more questions and answers. With Adrian Lee, we currently have just broken the 6,200 barrier on there for listeners and followers. All of tonight's stories, all of the jokes, the cartoons, the videos, the banter. There is so much fun and happiness and joy and laughter on that site. Why aren't you there? Why are you not there right now? That's our Facebook site. More questions than answers. With Adrian Lee, Robin, our good friend and listener in Massachusetts.
0: Oh, Robin, Robin, we love you.
1: Has posted, I love this group of people. With bizarre and morbid humor, I found a home, and you are all (laughs) my family.
2: Hi, Robin. Family.
1: Robin listens first, of course, on the Dark Matter Digital Network. We're on at 10 p.m. Central Time. Come rain, shine, or snow. There'll be a lot of snow soon in Minnesota. They said it's a week away. Just saying.
2: Oh, I saw my first salamander a week ago, and usually that's three weeks out from snow.
1: Yes, he had his suitcase... (laughs) <laughs> and his earmuffs on. Yeah, was Did you keep it? To Florida. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> we have 100,000 listeners in 190 countries all over the world. And several salamanders as well, I believe, also yes, listen Fred. to the show. Robin actually donates to Patreon as she well. She does. I
2: love yes. her. She's
1: amazing. As She's... does Martin, our good friend. <gasps> My new mom. In yeah. New York. If you love the show, if we make you laugh, if you leave with more than you arrive with, This show's free. It will always be free. We've been doing it for free for five years. But if you wish to donate a single dollar to the show, you can go to patreon.com, search for MQTA Radio. For that dollar, you get to listen to episodes that have never been aired. You get to listen to the show first. There's many, many wondrous things on there. We do have many costs. We have to pay for studio time. We have to pay for our equipment. All the platforms that I'm going to read out for you shortly that are free, we also have to pay for... For those of Well, So if you wish to donate a single dollar to the show. We would be very grateful. And if we get to $100. We did say that we'd start filming. And doing podcasts of ourselves. Messing around in the studio. Especially in the round we call not for your mother
2: and we will have upcoming specials on there as well yes,
1: yes. Halloween is knocking on the door oh, as we I speak can't wait. I can almost favorite. hear the raven clawing at the glass and yeah. cawing away yeah. Halloween is imminent and we will be doing lots of fun and special That's things right. for Halloween as well that will be posted onto there Daniel posted I want a closed casket funeral then towards the end have the organist play pop goes the weasel <laughs> over and over until and everyone is terrified <laughs> We We have some very, very strange and bizarre listeners, but we love you all. We do.
2: Thank you so much. What
1: song would you want played at your funeral? I've decided to go with Come On Baby, Light My Fire by The Doors. That only works, of course, if you're being cremated. I actually posted this this week on Facebook. I'm going to write to you. You're going to write out. to me, yes? Because you're so, you're so gonna far away. I'm
2: going to send it on it, paper
3: right
1: <laughs> I'm going to read out what everyone has written.
2: All right, go on. On
1: Facebook for songs to be played at your funeral. So thank you for everyone for participating. I can't read them all out. There was uh, so many on there. Um, everyone jumped into the spirit of this. Come on, baby, like my fire. Another one bites the dust. That was Helen in Manchester, in England. So thank you for that. Highway to Hell, ACDC. dc <laughs> Start me up. I believe that's the Rolling Stones back again on the show. Let the bodies hit the floor. Waiting for the worms by Pink <laughs>
0: mm. Floyd.
1: Firestarter. prodigy. I touch myself. The divinals. That would be very odd. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Cold as ice. Bit of foreigner there, I believe. <laughs> Is that foreigner cold as ice it is, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. I just died in your arms. <laughs> <laughs> Cutting crew. Must have been something I ate. I don't know. Don't fear the reaper, the blue oyster oh, cold. Yeah. Oh my
2: god, I just wrote that down. Gotta oh. have more oh. cowbells. My favorite. <laughs> Thank you for
1: everybody for participating in that. That made me smile. and very happy to receive. What's
2: your song again?
1: Come on, baby, like my fire, I thought was the way to go. If you're as you're being willed into the cremation. You oh.
2: want to be cremated?
1: I don't think it matters. I've spoken to ghosts and spirits that have been buried, cremated, and everything else happened to them. It really Well, makes... we can
2: start that tonight. Wow.
1: <laughs> I wouldn't put a match in it. The match you're drinking, you'd go up like a flambe. You'd be like a Christmas pudding. There'd be a moment of awe and wonder where people would go, <gasps> and then we'd put some some sort of cream or cherry brandy on there. <laughs>
3: Yoghurt. Morris Foster. Morris Foster.
1: I know I in this world, someone's going to be called Morris Foster. If your name's Morris Foster, <laughs>
0: no. I please. want you on the show. I meet
1: you. I'm going to look them up on Facebook. They're going to have hundreds of fans suddenly asking them to appear on our yes. radio show. As I mentioned before, the show's free. You can listen anytime. All of our shows are archived. You can listen back to back. If you're mowing the grass and you're participating in the Olympics, if you're sat in an exam, <laughs> if you're in the gym walking the dog, if you go to SoundCloud.com search <laughs> for NQTA Radio. Well, walking walk the dog walk. in the gym.
0: If you're yeah. in a
1: funeral, if you're currently at a we cremation. Have all those automatic dog walkers in that gym? Yeah. Yeah. I have seen people walking dog in a gym. I've seen people on a chair with a beer and a cigarette. Was the dogs on the treadmill, That was me. That was you. (laughs) Is this a great
2: time to mention your dog, Adrian? (gasps) My dog. I love her. Yes, that got loose at a campground because that story kills me.
1: Yes, I hadn't had her very long. She's just a little puppy. Her name's Bunny. She's a beautiful little pug. (gasps) Oh, Bunny Edwards. She has a last name, (laughs) little Bunny Edwards. she She listens every week. I know she's listening right now. I was walking around the campsite. And other people had brought dogs, and there was lots of dogs running around, and I thought I'd shut the door, but obviously I didn't. (gasps) And I remember saying to one of my team members, whose dog's that running around? And she said, that's your dog. (laughs) Oh, yes, you're right. It is my dog. (laughs) Little bunny Edwards. I love your bunny. Wherever you are, she's a sweetheart.
3: She is. I love her. You love her.
1: That's a sweet little dog. But we are available on SoundCloud. If you go to more questions and answers, everything there is for free. You can listen to all of our shows back to back and have fun with that. And if you're listening now, Why not press the little orange love heart? Show us how much you love the show. And we do an extra 20 to 25 minutes on there that you do not get when we're on the Dark Matter Digital Network. At the top of the hour, when we go off air, we do an extra 20 to 25 minutes in a round that we can't read out. It's called Not For Your Mother. When we're looking through the world's stories, to look Mm -hmm. for all of our paranormal, UFO, cryptozoological stories, we come across stories that are too good not to read out. But they're laden with lots of.
3: In no filthiness. They're
1: smeared liberally with gloopy. Naughty. Dirtiness. <laughs> There's a big <laughs> heap. <laughs>
2: Of silliness. Of silliness.
1: (laughs) Rudeness is where we are. Some people say it's their favourite part of the show, but there's a little Easter egg on there. If you go to SoundCloud, MQTA Radio, you get an extra 20 to 25 minutes. So at the top of the hour, when you hear our fabulous German classical music on the way out, our outro, why not jump over? To SoundCloud, but we're available on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, Spotify, Brussels Sprouts, Gasbox, Armadillo, Apples and Pears, Go Blimey, Mary We're Poppins. available on
2: everything. Yeah.
1: We're on everything. Dylan from California wants to know, Sully, I've been knighted, apparently.
2: I'll <laughs> 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 knight
1: I thought the Queen did a very good job. Sully, in all places in America, you pick Minnesota. Are you being punished for something?
0: Mm-hmm. Wow.
1: When I first came over here, the production company, the TV show that i was filming with to do some paranormal hosting some paranormal investigations was based in minneapolis and when i arrived people started giving me work my publisher then arrived my radio show arrived and i didn't feel the need to go anywhere so that's how i ended up in minnesota heater in new york posted great show last night thanks for the shout out he's got a second shout out in a row oh yeah, yeah. michelle awesome. Was missed but we were immediately reassured by a steadfast leader. Comforted by Heather's spiked hot chocolate. Yeah. Uh huh. Of course. The mind and a bigger than usual helping of the awesome Chad. Chad, of course won last week's show. And he's mm-hmm, currently mm-hmm. in the lead, so he's doing very I well. Thought at the I thought I was in the lead that, Michelle. Yeah, how quickly mm-hmm. that can turn around, eh? Oh, for Unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Chad
3: tried to break my chair when I was gone.
1: You deserve it. Peter actually <laughs> did some fabulous work on Photoshop <gasps> this yeah, week. Oh phenomenal. my god. Thank you. If here. you go to our Facebook More Questions and Answers with Adrian Lee, he actually produced some action figures. I believe they're Captain Scarlet action figures. And he Too changed great. all the graphics to more questions and answers and wrote our <laughs> names.
2: It was fun. So Underneath good.
1: this was a joy. Oh, finally d has written thank you for last week's answers if you recall d actually asked us our favorite investigations the worst things that have happened to us the ghosts all of that so we did answer those as best we could we have a twitter account adrian underscore lee underscore tips t-i-p-s we have a hundred thousand followers on there and remember my books are also out at the moment and it's halloween Rapidly approaching. If you wish to read about ghosts, hauntings, the paranormal, psychic adventures, everything to do with the history of the Midwest. I have Mysterious Minnesota, Mysterious Midwest, and How to Be a Christian Psychic, and lots of other goodies. You can find them on Amazon. Miss Morris, what would you like to add?
2: Oh, I know you don't have the stats for this week's top 10, but I have to tell you that there's been a couple of shockers in there. The first one, of course, is always the US. The second one Canada. Is, no. Australia. UK. <gasps>
0: really? The UK's not second Hidanya. anymore.
2: Oh no, wait, wait, wait. You're right. It is the UK. But oh. guess who's third? Canada. Is it Australia? Australia. South no. Africa.
1: No. Japan. We're big in Japan.
2: Jersey. Egypt. <gasps> Egypt. Egypt. No kidding. That's why I had to mention it. They are third. They all of a sudden jumped up there. We're spreading fast in Egypt. I would like to go to there.
1: Yes, we're not in denial. I love this show. Is it worth mentioning at this point? And we have posted it on Facebook that the curse of Oak Island is coming back in November. I am amazed that we are now embracing the sixth series. I said to you last year, I cannot believe they can drag a what six it, five? series yeah, six out now. of this. Yeah. What are they get? How much coconut fiber and buttons can you find for
2: are crying Are you going to devote three minutes or five minutes a show to the recaps? Damn right I am. <laughs> yeah.
1: That was half of the material. <laughs> of are the... you
3: going to watch it? Yes.
1: I, I, I'm, course I'm, it. It. I'm committed. He's I started gonna... from day one. I cannot now gonna see it. He's going to
2: TiVo that stuff.
1: Oh, yeah. Okey Pinoki Swamp.
2: Okey
1: Are we going to be live on Facebook during one of their shows? We can do it live oh. on Facebook we play the drinking game the, of intro. Yeah, for
2: sure. the intro show will uh-huh. have to be live
1: we will do that live oh, for sure awesome. we have the drinking game every time the narrator <laughs> asks a rhetorical question <laughs> yeah, it's does this favorite. coconut fiber mean that queen Elizabeth <laughs> the first ever it. arrived on this island everyone's drinking oh, yeah. we're drunk. i wonder minutes. if we'll find out if the lagina brothers have much in collars and cuffs as well this year <gasps> but it is true they've squeezed a sick A sixth, I can't believe I'm saying this, a sixth series out of this.
2: And we can't even get
1: one. My dog spends 20 minutes in the yard and finds more digging up stuff than they found (laughs) in seven years. It's ridiculous. As always, at this moment in time, we hand over to Dr. Chad Peters, our resident psychic psychologist, who has today's random, bizarre and strange facts if we play Mr. Peters. Here's one for the Egyptians. Oh.
0: Cleopatra
1: was not
3: Egyptian; she was part Macedonian, part Greek, and part Iranian. Wow! Mm.
1: Walk with an erection. Ding 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 ding. ding, 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 ding. Mm. Miss Morris.
2: Oh, I was also gonna let you know. Guess who snuck in on our top ten?
1: Another country. Another There's country. There's no keeping you down with your you, geography, is there? You is really... it Aruba?
2: <laughs> no, you really like knowing the new East ones. Timor. No, we're big in Taiwan. We're big in Taiwan. Yeah, we are. (laughs) You know what? It's my accent. (laughs) Tinkong. It's Tinkong.
1: Your Taiwan accent is the nuts. Yes, it
3: is. (laughs) 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 We enter
1: the first round proper that is Ghosts and Hauntings. And remember, we don't do orbs. Michelle is yet to score. What? I'm yet to score. We're in good company. Uh, Heather and Chad are tied on parity with a nice rounded 8
3: what is happening?
1: A psychic has bizarrely claimed that ghosts are to blame for a string of accidents on a busy UK motorway because their graves were disturbed by roadworks. Mike Brooker 53 claims that dead Scottish clansmen and 2000-year-old Roman legionnaires haunt motorists, making it Britain's very own Bermuda Triangle. Yet yeah, because Cheshire is very close to Bermuda, they look exactly the same. He claims that they were buried near the M6 in Cheshire following historical battles and have risen in anger because they're fuming over their rest being disturbed from the roadworks. Miles of cones have been planted along the stretch for a £250 million smart motorway upgrade including emergency areas at Junction 18 and 1970 CCTV cameras and 258 electronic signs. Mike of Northwich, Cheshire, says that hauntings by the furious dead soldiers are to blame for an abnormally high rate of fatal and serious injury smashes on the stretch. There are reports of a Roman burial ground and that there was also an historic clash between Scottish and English armies. There Hmm. appear to be two principal answers. One is that the motorway was built on a Roman burial site. And the other is that it was the site of the slaughter of a number of Scottish armies dating back over the last 200 years. So either Italians or Scots, so there's no downside there. For decades now, the amount of accidents on the M6 motorway between junctions 17 and 19 is completely unprecedented. And statistically, this is without doubt one of the worst accident black spots on any motorway network in the UK. I personally know people who have lost their lives and families who have been affected by accidents on this stretch of motorway. I am investigating this and I need people to give me whatever evidence they have, sightings or experiences or even strange occurrences. He added, I have spoken with a great number of people who have reported to me, confidentially, as not to be scoffed at about their own strange and eerie encounters on that particular stretch. I personally believe and feel that there is a real negative energy that envelops that part of the M6. The Highway Agency acknowledged that on this stretch of the M6, between Junctions 16 and 19, from the period January to August 2017, there were over 70 serious accidents. The conservative estimate equates to around one every three days. It's remarkable. I do know of various roads in minnesota and the midwest that have plowed their way through native american burial grounds oh, yes. i'm sure mm-hmm. when they put a bridge and a road over at fairy lake in todd county they found about nine skulls that were native american and they just drove through them oh. and in Salk center as you're going towards the hospital on the north of main street they've plowed straight through a burial mound in fact the local golf course is using one of the burial mounds There's a green on the second hole. It's it's raised. So I do know this can happen. It would be interesting, wouldn't it, to do a Haunted Highways show where you drive around in your car Mm. looking at all the places that are haunted. Paranormal Road, it's hard to tell, or Highway to Hell. You decide. Go to our Facebook site, more questions than answers, with Adrian Lee. I've got my lights flashing, everything is coned off, and I will give myself three. Miss Morris, what What? have you got tonight in the round of Ghosts? (laughs) And hauntings.
2: I've got something at least current that everybody's interested in. Oh, Is it Katie Price? Oh, God. nobody's
1: interested <laughs> in that trash. Fair play.
2: Beyonce's ex-drummer files. Oh, she went with Beyonce. <laughs> <laughs> Beyonce?
1: We're not going to go Katie <laughs> Price. Yeah.
2: We're going to go with Beyonce. <laughs> oh, I still yeah. can't
1: believe I was sat in a bar two years ago and suddenly watched a half-time Super Bowl performance that was Black Supremacist with Malcolm X everywhere. I nearly choked. Wow. Couldn't believe it. Can you imagine if they did a white supremacist half Super Bowl routine? I think it's been done. I yeah, believe. I'm sure it's been yeah. done, yeah. In yeah. a way. I remember Billy Joel doing that.
2: Wow. <laughs> Beyonce's ex-drummer files for a restraining order. Have you guys read this? Because it's hilarious. Alleging <laughs> that Beyonce <gasps> is actually doing extreme... Witchcraft.
1: Yeah. Uh-huh. That must be the way she's getting extreme. her music in the chart. That's right. That's extreme. Right. Extreme. None of your fluffy bunny extreme. magic.
2: Extreme witchcraft. We've
1: got the Golden Dawn and the Kabbalah out. We're reading Alistair Crowley. It's extreme witchcraft. Yes,
2: we've let the blood of babies. <laughs> <laughs> Sunday, Sunday, Sunday!
1: Down, no, no, down! No.
2: Mudding, mudding, mudding! Witches, witches! Green witches! Digger.
1: Destiny's Child Grew Up! Gavish? Now available on SoundCloud. Great. Extreme Witchcraft!
0: Extreme! Extreme! Extreme. Great!
1: we're not messing around get the you. salt on the goat's head we're going up on the roof
2: uh, you guys are boobs
1: no that was janet jackson <laughs> <laughs> do you know they got paul mccartney to do the super bowl show the following year because they didn't think paul mccartney would be taking his clothes off
0: <laughs> good lord i love boy were they, they wrong them. this show <laughs>
2: Kimberly Thompson, Beyonce's former drummer, has filed for a civil harassment restraining order against Beyonce. This is
1: drummers for you.
2: And the court records, viewed by records, Mm -hmm. it's actually records, (laughs) which were viewed by Pitchfork, confirm that according to documents obtained by the blast, Thompson alleges that Beyonce... is practicing. Go on. Extreme. Extreme,
0: extreme, extreme. extreme, extreme. (laughs) Witchcraft.
1: (laughs) I want to listen to that show. I want to do that show.
2: (laughs) I think we could do it. Oh, hell yeah. Heck yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, not only is she doing that, but she's also doing magic spells of sexual... Touching <laughs> what? to harass her. Among other allegations, Thompson <laughs> right. also claims that Beyonce murdered my pet kitten. <gasps> oh,
1: that suddenly got mean. serious. Oh, that yeah. witch. That is extreme. That's a familiar, isn't it?
2: Why would you murder my kitten?
1: Something you love?
2: Oh. Records viewed by Pitchfork show that Thompson had a request for a temporary restraining order denied by Los Angeles Superior Court on September 19th. There is currently a restraining order hearing scheduled for October 11th. So that's coming up right around the corner. In an email to Pitchfork, Thompson confirmed that according, according to and the accuracy of the documents posted by the blast, all accusations... I survived. Are real, oh. all of them. They're all real.
1: It's all real. Real for real. Real for real. Real. Real.
3: real. Real, real, real.
1: I'm gonna get a razor blade and carve for real into my Witchcraft. arm. Witchcraft. There Witchcraft. you go. Witchcraft. I understand Witchcraft. that.
3: The thing <laughs> she- is, she went to the wrong place for this. Like, they're not gonna deal with this kind of accusation in L.A. You
1: gotta go to the Ministry of Magic.
2: Oh, right. yeah, yeah, and get flushed on a toilet. Or Didn't Salem.
1: Anything I'm losing my grip on the day. Do you want what? some points, Morris? Wait,
2: it's not done yet. Anyway, Pitchfork has contacted representatives for <laughs> Beyonce because the court appearance is coming up. I know, right? If you like it, you better put a ring on it. See how that goes. Along with her work, Beyonce. Kimberly Thompson also played drums in the Fred (gasps) Armisen-led house band for the first season of Late Night with Seth Meyers. So she's famous.
1: I remember seeing her. She's a very distinctive-looking woman. Really? I do remember seeing her. So
2: now you know her. I know this lady. she's got a restraining order on Beyonce for extreme
1: drumming. Extreme, Extreme, (laughs) extreme, extreme, extreme,
2: extreme witchcraft
3: oh,
1: crap, 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 crap. <laughs> best part of the show that's worth a dollar Woo! of anyone's money yeah! Miss Morris takes her way up to an eye of new 10 and she's into double integers, mm. her police force has been slammed for hosting a £75 a night Halloween sleepover in cereal killer Fred West's old prison cell.
2: Oh, oh I just yep. did a podcast on him. He's wicked.
1: The ghost hunting event will take place at the notorious Stillhouse Lane lockup in Birmingham, which is now a museum. Oh. West was held there before being transferred to the city's Winston Green Prison, where he hanged himself in 19... 19- 95 you're absolutely right fred and rosemary west oh were two of the worst serial killers in the history of britain
2: and yes. he ended up grooming her
1: yeah well they went out together looking for victims and because he was with his wife rosemary west who's currently still alive and doing she life is. in prison um they went finding girls and the girls would come with them because the wife was there sure yeah. They then ended up murdering them in the worst possible ways, and they buried them all around the house. Yep. It was one of those but- things where the police dug up the garden, dug up the patio, dug up the basement, and started finding bodies in huge numbers.
2: He met her though when she was only like fourteen, and he was something like twenty-eight. He was. I older mean, he than her. he groomed her. To kind of be that person. But many people
1: say that she was actually the most evil of the two. She was very sadistic when she was younger. An advert also boasts that gangsters from the Peaky Blinders who inspired (gasps) the BBC drama series were banged up there in the 1920s. The West Midlands Police advert says this event provides a unique opportunity to spend an entire night on a ghost hunting mission within the Victorian lockup in Birmingham City Centre on Halloween. These cells were occupied by none other than the original Peaky Blinders, Fred West, and many more. Be there if you dare. But the event has been slammed on Facebook and branded highly insensitive and accused of glorifying killers. Greg Yates has written, What the hell are the cops playing at? I wonder if you get I survived a sleepover in Fred West's cell t-shirt afterwards. Glorifying criminals is possibly the worst look for a police force to have. Andrew Tabin said just shows how desperate the police are to make a few bob. They've resorted to pimping out a murderer's cell. A mum of three, Victoria Sanderson, 45, said, I think the police have gone too far promoting the fact that Fred West was once in their cell. How on earth will the families of these people he murdered feel about the fact that he was being celebrated in this way? And by the police, it's very distasteful and highly insensitive to the victims and their families i actually agree with this the investigations i do and the work that i do as a paranormal investigator if you think about jack the ripper you know the 1880s if you think about all the work i'm doing this summer and this fall on the dakota war of 1862 that was 156 years ago there's no one left there's no families all of these families still are in existence they're still alive
2: In a way, I have to interject something. I don't think it's about celebration. No. It's not. But
1: they're making money from his celebrity status as a serial killer.
2: Only because they're keeping out people that aren't sincere. You can't offer
1: it free. Why are they offering it at all? This is the police force offering this. He goes on to say that the all-night experience starts at 7.30 and includes ghost stories and tales about the cell's most notorious criminals. Visitors will sleep in the 12 foot by 12 foot cell and are told to bring their own sleeping bags and pillows and duct tape and lime and a shovel. Mm.
0: The event is, I
1: made the last part up, (laughs) the events for 18 and over, of course, no drugs or drinking is allowed. West actually hung himself as he awaited trial for 12 murders. His wife, Rosemary is serving a full term in low Newton prison for her part in 10 of the murders, including that of her own 16 year old daughter he
2: actually left a note for rosemary that said i'll be here and i think his daughter that said i'll be here waiting for you for when you arrive
1: west midlands police said the event was being run by an outside organization to raise money for modern slavery charity hope for justice so this is a charity event a spokesperson added on reflection the organizer of the event has agreed that using his name was insensitive and has therefore removed it from any advertising Of this event. Fred and Rosemary West, of course, living in a three-up, 12-down terraced house.
2: (laughs) Oh, (laughs)
0: no. Sounds (laughs) like a great
1: (laughs) night or sounds like a fright. You decide. Go to our Facebook site. More questions than answers. And you will find all of the details and the history of those particular serial killers.
2: Do you know, I would have to say, if they were actually taking all the money that they were gaining from the investigations there and giving them to the victims' families that are still surviving... I'm okay with that. Yeah.
1: Yes, that's not what's happening, though. But if they, it were. If it were. I think a lot of the families don't want to be notified or want to know. They want to stay anonymous because yeah, they'll they- have idiots turning up on their doorstep. Oh, sure. and 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 people that want to kind of pester them a and take of pictures the, of them. A
2: lot of the victims are notified. I mean, well, maybe not notified, but they're identified.
1: Well, what you've got to remember is that even though they were arrested in 95... Some of those killings go back to the late 60s, yes, they early do. 70s. Yeah, oh, yeah. So that's now 50 years ago. Just see what I mean?
2: And Rosemary was actually, I think, convicted of 12?
1: 10 of the 12, I was think. Was it 10? And I still think there's a lot of missing people in that yeah. area that haven't been yeah. accounted for. Yeah. They knocked the house down. There's just a big gap where that house had used to two.
2: be. They had two houses.
1: Yes, they moved house and they found yep. bodies in both places. Oh. I shall give myself two points. I'm up to a queen creepy Halloween five. Michelle, what have you got for me tonight in the round of ghosts and hauntings?
3: Helena Bonham Carter has hired a psychic to contact the late Princess Margaret in a bid to perfect her new role as the Queen's sister. Yay! Yeah and the actress insists her royal highness has already told her she's doing a great job as she films <laughs> the royal that's drama that's convenient yeah <laughs> the crown
1: she only has to find a bottle of spirits and she'll get prince margaret appear that's mm-hmm. unbelievable wow. Wow. woman likes a drink i tell you nice no. yeah her <laughs> liver took some pasting and a beating there i tell you
3: (laughs) the eccentric star is best known for playing witch bellatrix lestrange in the harry potter movies and the queen mother opposite colin firth as king george the sixth in the film the king's speech but helena 52 took unconventional steps to tackle her new royal role in series three of the netflix epic she's 52
0: yes i did not believe that She's a great
1: actor. She can move her left eyebrow. She can move her right eyebrow. She goes through the whole gamut of emotions from A through to B.
3: Wow. (laughs) You're terrible.
2: It's amazing that she
1: manages to get into all these films, what with Tim Burton being her husband.
3: Wow. (laughs) A TV insider said she always likes to research her roles with as much possible depth. And it is always prepared to go that extra mile. That is extra. Mm -hmm. So if that means using someone with supernatural powers to speak to a character who is now on the other side, then Helena has no problem with doing that. She is naturally spiritual and open-minded and is delighted she's had such positive feedback from the late royal. It's not the first time a psychic's been employed by Helena, who played Princess Margaret opposite Olivia Colman as the queen. Hmm.
1: I shall give you points for being informative and interesting. This takes you to a hefty two. We're now move into the round that we call UFOs and cryptozoology. We're going to try and squeeze in as many stories as possible. It's Green Men and Hairy Beasts, Miss Morris.
2: Yeah, what about it?
1: <laughs> what have you got tonight in the round of UFO and cryptozoology?
2: Guess what? Uh-oh, I got another alleged UFO sighting near Charlotte, which has appeared oh, right. on Facebook. And in this case, it was posted by a husband and a father who says he doesn't necessarily actually believe in UFOs. Oh, poor like bugger. Like Chad thing. Yeah. 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 Javian Hill, 35 of Kings Mountain, North Carolina, says he took several photos of the object during a storm on the night of August 18th as he drove on U.S. 74 southwest of Charlotte. The images feature something square hovering above the tree line with its edges fringed in lights. Hill told the Charlotte observer that the craft frightened him to a point that he didn't sleep. At all that night. Creepy. I was on my way home. Here we go. With <laughs> we well, my wife.
1: What part of Pakistan's this?
2: On a speakerphone. Y'all. <laughs> we were talking like this. Catala. <laughs> and it looked like there was a tornado or something coming. Well, it big can be dangerous. A big spindly thing through the cloud.
1: A big round spindly thing.
2: Yeah, it was coming this away. So we're I was, not in Kansas. So I was trying to take a picture of those damn there clouds.
1: y'all. Yeah. Oh Where you trick-or-treating, you all on your mountain, dude. It was for my
2: wife because we were his own speakerphone. She couldn't see. Oh she God. wasn't there.
1: Oh, no. Makes you want to go to Charlotte, doesn't it?
2: But then I saw something that wasn't normal, and I was like, Oh, my God, what was that?
1: Well, parts. We're doing parts now. That sounds like Chad from last week.
2: And oh I my God. and I started trying to take as many pictures. It can happen. Of it as possible, What as I was driving, going. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's the sound of driving. Apparently,
2: Hill then says he pulled over at <laughs> the You're next right, exit sure. to try wow. to get a video, video.
1: Video.
2: Video. But the aircraft had vanished by then. It was gone. It was dumb dare gone.
1: Disappeared. Gone. Into the ether. Never to be seen again.
2: A heavy rain followed instantly, he said. And it was gone. And
1: it disappeared. I shall give you two hefty southern Charlotte points. You're now to a rather. Remarkable twelve. Thank you. We're into the round of the strange and the bizarre. It's the stories from around the world that are too good not to read out but don't fit easily into any other category. A horrified couple claim they caught a woman on CCTV doing a poo on their driveway in broad daylight. Ah! History, Students Hannah Lawton and Harris Stoddell found the stinking pile by their oh. motorbike, which was a sack of poo. After noticing a woman walking outside their home in Cheltenham, Gloucester early on Sunday morning, they decided to check their CCTV footage and saw her walking calmly towards the back garden moments before discovering the faeces on their driveway. The woman took a look at the front door as if she was looking to get into the back garden. Then she went around the back for a couple of minutes. A couple of minutes. That's some serious rope she's laying down. (laughs) We went outside to see what she may have been up to. And when we opened the door. To see
2: what sculpture she created.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Look, they've made an ankylosaurus. Mm." She added, I mean, the flies were on it. There was loads of them. The other thing is that the size of it, it was huge. They must have been keeping it in for days. God. The couple were astonished that the woman was so brazen and had even brought toilet paper and with her. So
2: flexible. This Ooh. is premeditated <laughs> turtling. Premeditated
1: turtling. Hannah added, "It's so gross. I had to supervise my boyfriend getting rid of it, and he put it in the composter. But you could hear him gagging. Composter. Surely next door's mailbox Why was the would way you to go.
2: Just let it dry just- out, and then." points to be won
1: worst places to leave a phantom turd five points for each one i'll start you off you've got mal the flags up mummy i found play-doh in the sound box oh you shouldn't have it's only our anniversary feel free to jump in you can (laughs) go in brownies you can go in the pool kids just don't go in the deep end Mm. why is my sock drawer open why are, you, are you, you perching t- over the edge of the balloon Why basket? Why would you think
2: about this so
1: much? <laughs> wow. But we've only just got in the taxi. That's not coffee. It's only <laughs> got into the bunker. <laughs> <laughs> it's only got into Gross. the bunker. I'll get my sandwich. Peace. Oh. Hang on, this T-shirt gun appears to be blocked. <laughs> What? That what
2: about a t-shirt, Ganapia? And
1: <laughs> relax. I scored 45 points. Oh, you did? Didn't <laughs> did you? Good times. Chad is now up to remarkable 18 on right, the back man. of that. We now enter the round we call not for your mother, which means you have found us on one of our platforms. So thank you for being tech savvy and coming to find us. I promise we will be funny. Why not cut and paste and share that you're listening to the only paranormal news quiz show anywhere in the world on your social media sites and press the little orange love heart to show us how much you love the show. If you're listening on SoundCloud, you need to take your mother out of the room. You need to make sure all Damn. of the minors are packed away in the
2: midgets yes. in the
1: cupboard. Any midgets that are running around. Trolls.
2: scurry, that Pick them up in your hand
1: need to be removed. Push them back into the <laughs> cave with the rest of the troglodytes, I tell you. Miss <laughs> Morris, what have you got for me first in the round of NFM?
2: It's kind of disturbing, but I have to tell you.
1: Everything you read out is of? disturbing. That's yeah. my favorite part about it. Yeah.
2: I know. Three Arizona caregivers thought a mother named Amy Mimi Ooh. Amy, Amy. Amy.
1: Isn't your sister called Amy?
2: Yeah, she is. It's probably her. Had hired them to help her adult son who had Down syndrome, according to authorities. Police said Amy would send text messages detailing any instructions she had for the caregivers about bathing and changing diapers of Paul Minchaka, a 30-year-old in Gilbert, Arizona. But the, Carebe- the Care Bears. The Care Bears?
0: <laughs> I didn't
1: realize Care Bears were looking bear after bear. Down Syndrome children. Who knew?
0: Really?
2: They're their favorite. Especially wow. grumpy and sunshiny bear. Happy.
1: I've I often think. felt grumpy.
2: Oh, no, you didn't. Don't do it. The Care uh-uh. Bear. <laughs> Go on. I see your nose flaring. I
1: can still get deported for I moral know. turpitude. How <laughs> do you know, young yeah. lady?
2: Well, the Care Bears didn't meet Amy in person. And Amy asked all three victims to punish Menchaca when he spoiled his diaper by putting him in a timeout and taking away all of his privileges. That poor 30-year-old boy. Well, a probable cause statement said, according to CBS 5, all three victims were paid cash by Menchaca when they picked him up and dropped him off from neutral locations. But Amy actually didn't exist at all, according to police. I know Menchaca had created the fake identity to seek care bears for himself Um. on the website (laughs) carelinks.com and then pretended to have Down syndrome. (gasps) That's kind of
3: obvious. You could have picked something
1: like
0: a
3: little...
2: Something
1: else? Some sort of cerebral palsy, something that's not so noticeable.
2: Well, he's actually faked Down syndrome this whole last summer. What tipped off the Care Bears off to the (laughs) the ruse? Police said they became skeptical of Menchenka because... When he got a game for
1: the Vikings.
2: He would demand (laughs) that they scrub him more thoroughly in certain areas. That's got to be clean as a whistle. When they gave him a bath. You want to be able to eat your
1: dinner off it when you're finished. No. Court
2: records... Said that one Care Bear, or I just have to call them Care Bears from now on. I'm sorry. Remembered five occasions when Minchenka aggressively said his genitals were not cleaned enough, so she had to go back and do it again and again. again. And again, police said the first of Minchenka's three Care Bears eventually tailed him to his real home one day following a session Minchenka had with another Care Bear and then spoke to his parents because, yes, he's 30 years old. Th- 30, I don't
1: understand. You can just ring up, at home. put on a woman's voice, yeah. and suddenly get three cares to turn up. He texted,
2: texted him. And he had money saved, so he paid him and said his he was a mom named Amy. It's Freaking bizarre. Well, when she actually went to the home and he still lived with his parents, they said, no, he doesn't wear diapers and no, he doesn't have Down syndrome. And so that's what tipped the Care Bears off. It's a
1: miracle. Praise
2: the (laughs) Lord. (laughs) Jesus
1: Christ, I've been cured. That's right. I no longer have
2: the Downs. (laughs) I just started
1: a GoFundMe site.
3: That scrubbing really does it. (laughs)
1: Yes. Yeah, scrub- <laughs> see, I recommend lots see? of scrubbing three times a day
2: That'll cure anything It will
1: apparently well, I've got an ingrained toenail Give that a good scrub the Ingrained
2: turn toenail. Ternal. turnail S- oh. Toenail. Oh I have something about a turtle later Oh, oh. good news for everybody <laughs> Well in a court During an initial appearance Menchenka defended himself Because of course he did Because he has downs He said I do have Oh, I should say this in a different voice, shouldn't I? I do have a low IQ level. (laughs) It's Asian. Maybe not Asian. You just went Asian, (laughs) did you? You thought Down syndrome with a low
1: IQ. Let's go Asian.
2: My mom and dad both have paperwork to prove it. I have low IQ.
1: Yes, it's your exam results from school. And
2: started to talk to my dad about getting some help. He said, no, no help for you. (laughs)
1: Rub-a-dub-dub.
2: And then I said, get me counselor. And they said, no, we'll get you Care Bear.
1: (laughs) Better than counselor. (laughs) Did you all drop acid and I missed it? Where was I when this happened? They
3: do you scrub. Well, (laughs)
2: how did he save all this money for Care Bears? Yeah, how? He works as a school crossing guard.
1: (laughs) I thought you were going to say a school principal.
2: Well, Probably.
1: Wow. Amy didn't exist or strange sexual twist. You decide. Go to our Facebook site. So
2: gross. More
1: questions than answers. I still can't believe someone can just text and say they have that. And then people turn up and they get Why do you
2: have your phone out?
1: Well, I just thought I'd... (laughs) (laughs) Look into it a little bit more.
2: Hey, research. I've got a sponge
1: and some Phoenix Axe
2: body shower gel. (laughs) Phoenix Axe. Phoenix Axe. For men.
0: Phoenix Axe. 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 axe, axe, axe. axe. Wow. (laughs) What's wrong with you?
1: (laughs) I'm going to make up a gift basket for Christmas. It's
2: got a cloud and a care bear.
1: Pensioner accidentally buys grandson a very inappropriate gift. It will make you laugh out loud. A kind-hearted granny decided to buy some souvenirs for her family on holiday. She thought a t-shirt would be a good choice for her nephew, especially as it was decorated with his initials.
2: What I will say to
1: you is that my grandmother travelled all over the world and she used to bring me back t-shirts as well. Mm -hmm. But I'm six foot two and I've been six foot two since I was 15 years old. And my grandmother used to buy me t-shirts thinking I was still seven. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I tried one on once that she showed me. It looked terrible. It looks like I should have been dancing to Tepesh Mode at the gay 90s in Minneapolis. Nice. Oh, wow. Just to prove a point that oh. I was actually a fully grown big lad. <laughs> big wow. boy. But unfortunately, she didn't realise that the top displayed a rather sexual image.
2: Ooh. Oh yeah. A
1: snap of the shopping fail has since gone viral online leaving Reddit users in stitches. A redditor shared a picture of himself wearing the t-shirt in question. Yeah. The white top reads I heart BJ. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <awesome. laughs> I love <him>, grand. The <laughs> t-shirt for you Michelle for Christmas. Yeah. Which can be interpreted in a rather Naughty way. Mm. Alongside the image, the grandson explained how the mistake had been made. He wrote, so my name is Brody Jonas. My grandmother found this shirt for me thinking it was a great coincidence. I heart BJ's. Fantastic. Thanks, Grandma. (laughs) While the picture left many in stitches, some social media users were quick to point out that the T-shirt isn't as rude. As it seems, oh, BJ grand. are two letters that are often used to represent the city of Beijing, China's. That's probably what it means. Yeah, right? yeah, that's Capital. it. Even so, as a teenage boy, you wouldn't want to walk into a nightclub with "I love BJ's" on my t-shirt. <laughs>
2: hold on, hold on. You wouldn't get rid of it though. If you're in your forties, no. would you have ever got rid of a shirt that your grand got you? If it would have said something like that, Adrian.
1: My gra- I've still got gloves. My grandmother thought it would be a good idea to buy me a pair of gloves every Christmas for 15 years. Yeah. Okay. Because by the next year, she'd forgotten that she'd bought me a pair of gloves the year before. Okay. I have a drawer with gloves in. How do many you? pairs of gloves do you wear out in Britain during and the course of a year? you never got rid of them, have you? They're around Aww. somewhere. Oh. For this reason, the initials can often be seen on souvenirs in the city. One commentator wrote, Imagine the looks on people who sold this to her. Another Aww. said, Forget the BJ part. You're telling us your grandmother thought it was a good idea for you to have a shirt that says you love yourself.
0: <laughs>
1: the third joked, And now you've got to wear this whenever she comes to visit. <laughs>
2: Yeah. Grand. I don't know who she is but I love that She's Grand. great
1: mm-hmm. There was an old woman from China Or the gift shop on the liner <laughs> Oh
2: I love Grand. <laughs> I was
1: struggling for She's things the
2: great <laughs> yeah. That rhymed
1: with China Michelle you have the last story of the yeah. evening What have you got for me in the round of Not for your mother
3: Yo, shit fucker
1: Wow <laughs> <laughs> I'm checking my left ear <laughs> Unbelievable. A
3: a raging resident got revenge on the driver of a badly parked car by claiming to have rubbed his nuts on the vehicle's (laughs) door handles.
1: I'm going to rub my nuts on your door handles.
2: I rub my boobs on people's door handles. But that's not
3: being bad.
1: They pay you to do that. Yeah.
3: Oh. That's how you get your (laughs) There's a difference, I guess. Yeah. Who knew? He even went to the trouble of leaving a hilarious note warning the driver of his weird vengeance. Yes, I love it. <laughs> Passersby couldn't resist snapping the note on the windscreen and posting it to social media. The message reads, you park like shit. Was you drunk?
0: <laughs> wow. I
3: love it. I love him. P.S. I've rubbed my nuts on your door handles. (laughs) That's
2: awesome. What a
1: fantastic (laughs) note to leave somebody.
0: What if it's a big four by four? Your parking's
1: terrible, so I've rubbed my nuts on your door handle. (laughs) (laughs) We can't back that's the Mall of America car park we can't go back to.
2: Oh how many did you rub? Mm. I did
1: the whole of the red floor on level (laughs) forty. All of New
0: York
2: (laughs) All of the toucan, all of the
3: toucan sea level.
2: Mm. I did the whole of
1: Central Park.
3: Yes, yes. The testy message was placed on a car, (laughs)
0: Uh, uh,
1: uh,
3: blocking a large part of the pavement of Argyle Road in Whitstable, Kent.
1: Whitstable? Mm -hmm. You know who comes from Whitstable, don't you? Brian? Peter Cushion.
2: Oh, I love oh, him. He's my favorite. Peter I'm watching Cushion. all his movies.
1: Peter Cushion comes in from Whitstable. I have seen him on his bicycle. <laughs> I have seen him buying vegetables.
2: I haven't heard that song before. It's
1: true. Whistable. Mm-hmm. Yes, Peter Cushion comes from Whistable.
3: I love him. It's not clear who the author of the impassioned post script is, or if they really did go through with their promised retribution in full view of the residential road. They did. Yeah. Jason Hazley posted a picture of the note on Twitter with the caption Sensational Scenes in Whitstable.
1: Nothing happens in Whitstable. It's a sleepy kind of fishing town on the Kent coast. Nothing happens there. Sounds Except like nut um, apart Yeah. <laughs> nut <Hot> rubbin <laughs> hot fuzz. I love nut rubbin. <laughs> Isn't that a song by Matt? So does your
0: guy. (laughs) (laughs) Nut rubbing. rubbing. Would
1: you rub my nuts?
2: (laughs) If not, my guts.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm not rubbing my nuts on your guts. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) What a night that was.
3: Some people who saw the post even speculated that the note's author was actually female. Rob Manuel replied, replied i'm a nuts truther and i reckon that that's a woman <laughs> did you say nuts truther yeah no, but why great. not just a nuts fanatic <laughs>
1: they're I'm making their own words up
3: truther look at that it's true it's written down
1: i can see it
3: yeah i think a bloke would say they rub their big dick on the door handle you're having
1: fun with this tonight i smack
3: my mushroom on your window yeah
0: (laughs) (laughs) sticky octopus (laughs) i'm gonna move a dollar bill
1: From front to back, all around the glass of your car. I'm going to work my way around the windscreen, all around the sides. I'm going to go along the back and bring it back to the beginning, using nothing but my sticky octopus and a dollar bill.
3: And a (laughs) chocolate starfish.
1: Lovely. That's extra. Oh,
3: butt kiss.
2: Lovely.
1: (laughs) Little Hershey's kiss there.
3: Uh, As it would be both easier and, generally speaking, more awful. Other skeptics agreed that the author was probably a woman, but for less obscene reasons. One wrote, Not having it, no man would ever dot the I with a circle. Yes, they would. Yeah, they would. But some people were more interested in the sketchy spelling scrawled on the paper. Mog O'Neill said, Personally, I'm more annoyed with the really terrible grammar. (laughs) I feel their pain. Yes, but Sean Calligan countered, do you know how hard it is to write in the Queen's English while livid with one hand and frantically rubbing one's nuts on the cold steel of an SUV with the
2: other? You're welcome. Is it hard to nut rub?
1: Well, it depends on the weather and the atmospheric conditions, to be honest. I don't have a hard time with it. Yeah, well, Chad's an expert, Does Velcro
3: affect it? Do you have to lift up your ding-dong?
1: (laughs) Whoa! You can go around. I didn't know you you were a doctor. Do you put your dong
2: in one hand and your nuts in another and then proceed in the rubbing?
1: I wonder if there's a third party involved where you rub it onto a cloth and then rub the cloth on the door handle. Well,
2: that don't count. No, that doesn't count. No
1: third party nut rubbing.
2: No, no. No sauce.
1: Wow! Just nut oil on the door handle, or sexual abuse scandal? You Ew. decide. It's
2: disgusting. Go to our yeah. Facebook it's all site. Disgusting. More
1: questions and answers with Adrian Lee.
2: I got something more disgusting. Oh, you're oh! going for more, are you? Oh! <laughs> I got something that you guys will never believe. In I was a million happy to years. wind Wait, everything up, but Miss Morris has you another can't. story. It's only three paragraphs. That's you a... have to. Yes. Do Go I on. need the bucket? Well, it depends. Oh
1: boy! You need depends. <laughs>
2: I'm going to Britain. Okay. Yes. A oh, British woman yeah. has been found to have a dead turtle inside her vagina.
0: Oh!
1: Have oh. <laughs> they found the hair?
2: No! Oh. Oh, what? <laughs> I couldn't leave without telling you this. I couldn't! A dead turtle? <laughs> it's
1: touche turtle! <laughs>
2: I daren't leave now! <laughs> oh. Is it a
1: tortoise or a turtle?
2: Oh. The expat was taken to hospital in Tenerife, the largest of the Canary Islands, after experiencing severe abdominal pain. No kidding. Her doctors made a shocking discovery. It is unclear how the turtle ended up inside the woman. And she told doctors she has no recollection of it actually being put there.
3: I've had those nights.
2: Uh. (laughs) How does this (laughs) happen? She began experiencing pain two days after going out partying with British friends. Mm, Adrian. Adrian Be warned of
1: the turtle egg.
2: Police were called to the hospital by a doctor who was concerned the woman may have been a victim of sexual assault. The police source in Tenerife said, this incident did happen and the reports are true. That's meant to be Spanish. You know that. Oh, the woman does not know how the reptile ended up where it did. Missed that bond. And we don't either. We don't know how it got there. How did it get there?
1: There's only one way to get in there. Turtle
2: tunneling. I don't know. The woman suffered a serious infection from the dead animal believed to be a freshwater turtle, not tortoise. So she's not even in the sea. The police have opened, not the turtle, but the investigation into the incident... The deputy doctors inspected her and saw that her discomfort was due to the fact the woman who lives on the island had a dead turtle in her vagina.
1: Wow, things you never thought you'd hear on the radio.
2: Had caused a serious infection of her vagina.
1: Should have coaxed it out with some lettuce or something. A carrot. Strawberry, <laughs> but a cucumber. I know a bit they're partial that.
2: A little bit of pickle.
1: Wow. What the hell? <laughs> All coming out of my shell. A
2: little bit of pickle (laughs) in your (laughs) (laughs) life.
1: Wow. Well, all good things come to an end. Senator, let's look at tonight's scores in last place with the K2 meter and the dead battery is Michelle, who only managed to score four points, but it's okay. She gets a Beatles box set and a bottle of hand cream. Thank God it's (laughs) you. (laughs) In third place is Miss Morris, who scored 12. <laughs> she gets to audition... I really thought
2: about things tonight, No oh win!
1: <laughs> the last round let you down, to be fair. <laughs> she gets to audition as Beyonce's drummer and gets a copy of The Golden Dawn. I'll
2: give you the golden
1: boot. In second place, <laughs> Chad managed to score a rather remarkable 18 points. He gets a road like of Cheshire and a chance to take a picnic mm. on Junction 18 of vm1 but in first place tonight's runaway winner with a score of 52 points <laughs> is myself i win the thirty three thousand dollar ir camera and a mailbox of spicy curry and a box of imodium
0: Bye. do not fear
1: listener remember we are back with a whole new bunch of stories next week at the same time Bye. and i'd love to you for join me for a fun and informative journey through the world of the paranormal, strange, intriguing, bizarre and weird. Please tell your friends and family about the show. And feel free to contact me anytime via my Facebook site. More questions and answers with Adrian Lee. Or you can follow me on my Twitter account at Adrian underscore Lee underscore tips remember we now jump over to soundcloud join us on mqta radio on soundcloud.com we do an extra 20 to 25 minutes of the show in a round we call not for your mother you have been listening to mqta radio the only paranormal news quiz show anywhere in the world with adrian lee we are the very best in paranormal news radio entertainment the light before the Darkness. My gratitude and greatest thanks are extended to Lorna Hunter, Heather Morris, Shaton Drainer, Chad Peters, Michelle Corey, and all at the International Paranormal Society at intparanormal.net and all of the show's sponsors, including the Lakes Area Paranormal Interest Group and Buffon of Minnesota. It just remains for me to say thank you for listening and remember be interested and interesting. Good night.